We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie, he's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week, followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. Hi. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode number 32 for August 10th, 2020. And today, we're deviating a little bit, and we're stepping aside from Disney and heading over to Universal in Orlando, and we are going to talk about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And um, just a few notes beforehand. Um, a few birthday announcements to have. Um, one was that Harry Potter turned the big 4-0 on July 31st. He was born in 1980. So this past July 31st, he turned 40. I thought wow. that was kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then um, some other notes uh, regarding birthdays for the Harry Potter um, people is that Ron Weasley was born on March 1st, same year, 1980. So he already turned 40. And Hermione is the oldest of the three. And she was born on September 19th, Mm -hmm. 1979, I think it was. So her birthday is around... Meemaw's birthday, right, Soph? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and Ron's is around Mommy's birthday. So, and Mm -hmm. Harry's is around Aunt Robin's birthday. Yep. So So. I'm the only odd one out. Yeah. Um, And fortunately, none of us are as old as Lord Voldemort was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because his birthday was December 31st. 1926 so that's kind of crazy if you ask me it just seems weird that he was that old you know but um but anyway enough about birthdays um like we said we are going to focus on universal today and specifically the wizarding world of harry potter and um we have some cheddar from the big cheese and it's our universal edition for that so mm-hmm. i will start us off and then um and then Sophie I will, will take the lead. I will follow. Yeah. So mm. Sophie will take the. Weird. Yeah. We know what you meant. Um, Sophie will wrap us up on our cheddar from the big cheese. Um, starting off over at Universal. I keep saying over at Universal. That's kind of dumb too. So, but it's um, fine. We're Disney people. I know. We just got to wrap our heads around this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the 
Universal Orlando has announced their pass holder appreciation days. And they actually start today, August 10th, and they run until September 30th. All sorts of fun things are planned for Universal Orlando annual pass holders. And we're not annual pass holders for Universal Orlando or for Disney for that matter. So I don't know all the details, but if you are an annual pass holder there, check it out because they have a lot of things planned. And I'm certain that they're going to make it um, an exciting time to to be going over there. And um, and I think I would love to hear back from some of you if you want to. If you are an AP for Universal and you do get some of the cool things um, or take advantage of some of the fun things planned, send us an email, drop us a line, um, call our voicemail number. Mm-hmm. All that, all those, all that information is in the show notes, and I'd love to hear from you on how it went. Um, and then, um, second thing on our list for Universal is we have some ticket promotions. Just a reminder that there is a two-park, two-day park-to-park ticket, and when you buy that ticket, you receive two extra days of tickets for free. So. Um, That ticket is good from now through December 17th, 2021. And you can purchase that ticket um, from now through September 30th. They extended it. It was originally going to be gone on August 13th, but they extended it through September 30th. Um, So it's a really good value. And if you are interested in any of that, shoot me an email, mike at pixievacations.com. And I would be happy to give you pricing on that for you and your family. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other promotion for Florida residents, um, they have a new promotion. It's called the buy a day, go for the rest of the year deal. And so what happens is if you're a Florida resident, you can buy a one day ticket at $164, or you can include Volcano Bay in that one day ticket for $193. And you will receive park access through December 24th, 2020 with that one day of ticket. So Mm -hmm. that is an awesome deal for Florida residents because it gives you the ability to spend one price and keep going and going and going. You know, it's a to me, that's an awesome deal. So so Florida residents, check that out because that might be turning. It does have your gears turning, but that might be really worth checking out. So, um, Mm -hmm. and Sophie, you want to close this out with the rest of this temporary or of this universal edition of Cheddar from the Big Cheese? Yeah, I was about to say, we can't let them know that this is temporary, Daddy. Yeah, (laughs) go for it. But speaking of temporary... There are some ride closures that will be happening. They're only temporary, and they started yesterday, August 9th, in Universal Studios. And unfortunately, I can't say when they will open up again, but hopefully they will open up soon, because there are actually some of these that I really want to see. And in Universal Studios Florida, the... Ride closures include A Day in the Park with Barney, Fast and Furious Supercharged, Kong and Kodo's Twirl and Hurl, maybe not that one, 
and Fear Factor Live. And those are the four that will be closed at Universal Studios Florida. And then over in Islands of Adventure, we have Storm Force Acceleration and Poseidon's Fury, which is sad because I really wanted to see Poseidon's Fury. Oh, well, mm. I have just about zero interest in most of these ones. Um, I, I think Sophie's a little disappointed that a day in the park with Barney's not going to be open. No, I'm not disappointed about that one. <laughs> Come on, Sophie, sing it with me. Daddy, I love you. Here's the thing. <laughs> By the time I reached elementary school, I heard my classmates talking about how much they hated Barney. We had a song. I don't want you about, to sing it. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't want to hear it. No. So I think I'm good. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just kidding anyway. I can't imagine that being a... I guess it is for kids, though. It might be really popular for the children, yeah. the young children. But anyway, yeah. Um, you know, closures right now, it's a weird time. Still is a weird time, and and it is what it is. So if they got to close mm-hmm. some stuff to keep other stuff open, then... That's what they got to do. So, but yeah. anyway, enough on that sad note. And I'm sorry to close us on that sad note. So let's talk about something fun, shall well, we? Well, we do have some good news. What's Nothing that? in Harry Potter is closed. That's right. That's right. And we are going to cover some of the stuff at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to take on the Diagon Alley side, which is over at Universal Studios Florida, and Sophie is covering Hogsmeade over at Islands Adventure. So if you're not familiar with the park layout at Universal Orlando, there's two parks. Those are the two parks, Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. Um, Universal Studios was there first. Islands of Adventure was built second, but they opened Harry Potter. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter opened first over at Islands of Adventure, and they opened the Hogsmeade side. And then a few years later is when the Diagon Alley side at Universal Studios opened. And one of the really cool things about it is they have the Hogwarts Express that travels between the two parks Mm -hmm. that you can ride um, both ways. And you see scenes from the from the movies. Um, depending on which way you're going, you see different scenes. So it's really kind of cool. And it's a neat way to go from one part to the other. Um, mm-hmm. And um, lastly, just a side note. Um, if you go to Universal Studios, you want to have a park-to-park ticket. That's the, uh, that's the Disney equivalent of a park hopper. And you need that park-to-park ticket because otherwise you can't ride the Hogwarts Express because if you have a base ticket, you're limited to just one park. So it really needs to be a park-to-park ticket. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, you don't get to experience the whole effect of of Harry Potter. So, um, So anyway, are you ready for me to tackle the Diagon Alley side, Sophie, or do you want to take on the Hogsmeade side? Yep, you go for the Diagon Alley one, because I'm still looking. There's a lot to do at Hogsmeade. There is a lot to do. Okay, so 
I um I found some really interesting things, and you know we haven't been to Universal a whole lot, but um but we've been some. I've been on um, familiarization trips with Pixie, and um, I took Cindy and Sophie, and I took we took our friends went with us, um, you know Sheila and, and Randy and Jagan, and so we we've been there. Um, but we haven't devoted the amount of time with Universal that we typically have with Disney, and that's just because we're we're much bigger on Disney um, at the moment. But um, but there is some really cool stuff to see at Diagon Alley. You know, you've mm-hmm. got um, when you the the cool thing is you've got the the City of London, okay, and so just picture in your mind your at Universal Studios, you're in the London section, and then you see this brick wall with an opening. And when you walk through it, when you go through that opening, all of a sudden you're not in London anymore. You're in Diagon Alley, and it's mm-hmm. it's such a cool transformation because you you really do go from like one set of you know, music and everything and the way it feels and everything to a totally different feel. And, um, and it's just really cool the way they, the way they captured that. So, um, so you're in Diagon Alley. Okay. And all of a sudden you've got Gringotts and you got Ollivanders and you've got, um, Nocturne Alley and you've got the Ministry of Magic and you got Madame Malkins and so forth. And there's mm-hmm. all these things to see and do. And a lot of these we hadn't even known about. And don't um, forget to talk about the Leaky Cauldron. Yeah, and you got the Leaky Cauldron too. So there's a ton of stuff to see and do in there. And and when you're going to the Wizarding World, it's a lot more uh, as much about the experience of being in the land. Almost like being... When you go to Galaxy's Edge, it's not just about the rides. It's about being in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So is there's much to do in the land, you know, in the world of Harry Potter as there is just, you know, riding the rides, you know, riding mm-hmm. the Hogwarts Express or riding um, Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts or whatever, you know. So so there's a ton to see and do in there that goes beyond just riding a ride oh yeah and that's that's what makes it really neat you know mm-hmm. um for instance um if you are at the phone booth outside the ministry of magic and you dial magic on the phone booth you will get a special message played and i don't know what that message is i haven't heard it but and i don't know if it changes but it would be really cool to try it next time we're there right so Oh, yeah, I'll make sure to give it a try. And then um, if you go into Madame Malkin's and you're trying on robes, they have a talking mirror at Madame Malkin's. And um, from what I understand, it is not always flattering in its responses to you. (laughs) So keep that in mind if you... Um, if you're going to stand in front of the talking mirror while you're trying on your robes for your class, for your house, um, because... Wants to make sure that you look good. It has right. the best intentions. That's right. And then, um, 
some other things you can do is you can talk to the conductor of the night bus um, with his shrunken head over his shoulder. Uh, you, <laughs> the night bus doesn't run. It's not an attraction or anything like that. It's just talking with the conductor. But it's still kind of cool. You can still take pictures with him and, and all that. So that's kind of neat. Um, and then um, in addition to Diagon Alley, you've also got Nocturne Alley. And we all know how dangerous nocturnality can be, don't we, Soph? Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, but you got to be careful. So, um, yeah. so you don't can go, go down into there nocturn- alone. You can go down into nocturnality, and um, there's and, even like a bunch of like, skeletons on display. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, if you're in Diagon Alley, one of the reasons you're there is to get a wand right mm-hmm. let's face facts yep. you're going to hogwarts you need a wand yeah. so where do you get a wand ollivanders ollivanders that's right and um sometimes and they may not be doing it right now because of covid but they have wand ceremonies where you might be given the opportunity to perform in the ceremony to have your wand chosen um, mm-hmm. As part of this part of this uh, mini show, so if that's the case, then that would be kind of cool because it's you're able. It's like you're Harry right in the movie, you know, and and you're trying out all these different wands. Yeah. So it would be really cool. Now, when um, Ollivanders first opened up, I learned that the wands were not. Um, actual interactive wands that you can use to perform magic in Diagon Alley and in Hogsmeade. Um, They were just replicas, so you had to use your imagination. But now, of course, the ones, if you buy a wand now, it is interactive and you can perform magic tricks. All um, throughout Diagon Alley and also Hogsmeade. Yeah, you can perform those those magic tricks and have it do really neat stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a muggle, so I don't have a wand, but I have um, a wand, but my, but my daughter does. So yeah, I actually (laughs) have the elder one because I didn't get to pick mine. Ah, and then, um, lastly, I'm going to talk about, um, Harry Potter and the escape from Gringotts, Mm -hmm. which, is a really cool ride and it um and what it does is it's just like from the movies you know where they they're breaking into gringotts and they're having to escape and um and it's just really neat it's it's something that you really have to try it and, and experience it for yourself i can't, almost can't put it into words what it's like mm. but it's just like one of these realistic things that you feel like you are right in the, right in the environment. You know, does that does that do justice, Sophie? Not probably not. Probably not. I don't think I've ever ridden the Escape from Gringotts. That's the thing. Yeah. We hardly had any time to spend at Universal because people go to Universal and they think that it's a one-day park and you can get through it in a day. They are so wrong. Yeah, it used to be that way, but it is not that way anymore. So, mm-hmm. so really, um, I guess the takeaway for us as a family, Sophie, is that we need to go spend some more time at Universal. 
Mm-hmm. Universal Hollywood, yeah, that can be done in a day. Universal Orlando, mm-mm. No. Nope. And that's why they have the promotions like the t- buy two days, get two days free. Yeah. You know, because it, there is a ton that you can do. Um, mm-hmm. So, but really, the Escape from Gringotts is just a really cool ride. So, Sophie, yeah. you need to make it over there one day. <laughs> I will certainly try to. So, well. and and then um, I guess the the last thing I'm going to say before I switch it over to to Hogsmeade is that um, you know, touching base a little bit with the talking mirror at Madame Malkin's, you know, that's something that not many people think about, and the the whole point of of mentioning the talking mirror is that it reminds us to go into all the little things, all the little shops, see what's there, because there's things to do that aren't just, you know, like I said, there's things to do that you don't just stand in a line and ride a ride. There's there's the whole environment that you're immersing yourself into. And so um, the talking mirror is just one example of that. So... Mm-hmm. Now, um, over at King's Cross Station, you can take the Hogwarts Express and you can go from um, Diagon Alley from London to Hogsmeade. And that'll take you over towards where the castle will be. And um, and they have their own platform nine and three quarters where you can run through and yep. you can um, get, you know, then you're transported to to nine and three quarters and you can get on the train and when you sit in the train car the windows um show the scenes as you're traveling from london to hogsmeade so you get to see the neat scenery of that of that trip and um and it's probably about between a five and ten minute ride um to go from one to the other mm-hmm. but um but it's really kind of neat you know and and it just, it, it just, it's just neat because when you, when you get off the train, all of a sudden you're in Hogsmeade, you know, yeah. you know, and, and, it, and you haven't, you don't know how that's happened, but, but it's all because of the Hogwarts Express. So, yep. And it's amazing how they do it. Yeah. So I know that, um, my side of Wizarding World of Harry Potter, I haven't covered all the things there are to do and Mm -hmm. and, you know we'll have to we'll have to touch base on this and bring it back up another day as well after we've you know totally immersed ourselves in it but um but Mm -hmm. here we are we are now over in hogsmeade and sophie is going to give us some of the rundowns on what you can do and see in hogsmeade well of course So, as we already said, there is the Hogwarts Express that will take you from King's Cross to the Hogsmeade Station. And, of course, there's also the other entrance into Hogsmeade. It's actually really amazing how they managed to replicate the town from the movie and put it in Islands of Adventure, which is where Hogsmeade is, because the park spans the... Harry Potter land spans two parks. Mm-hmm. So you have Diagon Alley over in just Universal 
Orlando, and you have Hogsmeade over in Islands of Adventure. And aside from the Hogwarts Express, there are many, many things to do. I'm just going to go over the rides really quick because they are only a fraction of what there is. So we have Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, and that was literally the only Harry Potter ride I rode when I went to Universal and my mom rode it with me. It takes place in the castle and you are flying as a muggle on a broomstick that Hermione has enchanted so that you can fly on it. It's actually kind of scary because it takes you into the Chamber of Secrets at one point and spiders. And (laughs) we have Flight of the Hippogriff which is basically, they have this over in Universal Hollywood, too, and you are riding on the back of a hippogriff like Harry did in the third movie. And then they had this inverted roller coaster duo called the Dragon Challenge, but that was replaced in 2019 with Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. And basically, you're riding on Hagrid's motorbike, and you get to fly all around Hogwarts and see all the magical creatures that Hagrid takes care of. Care for magical creatures is and always will be my favorite class at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And those are the three rides that you can find in Hogsmeade. And that may not seem like a lot, but there is actually so much more to do there, such as the environment that it immerses you in And I will start with the Owl Post, which is right next to the Hogwarts Express. And it is a functional post office and you can get stationery, you can get postcards, you can, it's a functioning post office, but it's themed around the main method of getting the mail, which is owls in the wizarding world. Mm -hmm. And then right next door, we have this place called Dervish and Bangs. And also, Mr. Filch's Emporium of Confiscated Goods. And those are two shops that will sell merchandise to you. Harry Potter merchandise. They're not wands, but there is a place where you can get a wand in Hogsmeade. And I really wish I could have seen them because they sell the ropes like Madame Malkin's. And they also sell broomsticks and different props that you can find in the movies especially at filches and then we have the three areas where you can get food and that would be the three broomsticks that is where you can eat it has a lot of seating and it's very well themed and then the hogshead is kind of like a quick bar it sells alcohol but also sells non-alcoholic drinks and at those two places, you can get things like butterbeer, pumpkin juice is my personal favorite, and gilly water even, which is just sparkling water to us muggles. And then they have Honey Dukes, which is the candy shop. I guess you can understand which place is my favorite. <laughs> and um, stepping back just a moment, Sophie, Flight yeah. of the Hippogriff is more of, in my opinion anyway, it's more like a kitty roller coaster well yeah but so <coughs> excuse me so think about it from a perspective of um like it's like one of the kid roller coasters at disney 
you know, something that it's fun, but it's certainly not something that you have to do every single time you go. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Although I really like it. Yeah. Because I love hippogriffs. Yeah. And anyway, getting back to what I was saying, Honeydukes is one of my favorite places in Hogsmeade. And then I did mention that you can get wands at Hogsmeade. Most would think of Ollivanders in Diagon Alley. Well, in Hogsmeade, this was not canon to the movie or the book by any means, but they have added a sister location of Ollivanders in Hogsmeade, and there you can also purchase a wand. Yeah. And then finally, this is just something that I wanted to mention. I'm not sure if they have a night show over at Universal Orlando for the Harry Potter world, but in Harry Hogsmeade of Islands of Adventure, at night the castle will be infiltrated by Death Eaters and they will attempt to take over the castle and perform the dark arts. And that's actually what the show is called. It's called Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle. And it's a very amazing show to watch. I didn't watch it all the way through, but when I I did manage to get a lot of film at the end of it, and it is something that is really spectacular to see. They have the dark mark shining on the castle, they have a lot of amazing holographic imagery, and it makes it look like the castle has been dilapidated at the end of the show, but yeah. really it is just amazing to watch. It hasn't been changed at all. Yeah, and what's um, really neat about the castle is, depending on the season, because, you know, we were at, we were at um, Universal in October when we mm-hmm. did the Christmas, when we did the not so scary Halloween party, also at, at Magic Kingdom, and so that time period is perfect for the dark arts. And it had just started um, that show around that time period, but um, at Christmas they also have a special Christmas show where they light up the castle with snow and so forth and mm-hmm. it's really neat too um i haven't seen that in person but i have um seen it on facebook live through through some of the pixie agents and, mm-hmm. and so forth that have shared it so it's really cool so yeah so the, the way they do the castle shows are really neat yeah they are so neat so anyway that is all that i have written down why don't we talk about the last two things that we have here sure so um the first thing i'll talk about is if you aren't going to be able to make it to universal anytime soon and you want to still you know get back into that that universe that is hogwarts and that is the world of harry potter um one of the things i learned was of a website called hogwarts excuse me hogwarts is here and it's hogwartsishere.com and um what it does is it gives you an immersion into hogwarts right sophie 
It does. You can oh. take classes. I'm there myself. I've already made my account, and you can come find me. I'm sure I'm in Ravenclaw, of course. <laughs> And, and it walks you through it as if you were a student like me. I've looked at my status on the in the community, and it says that I am a first year. You can register for classes and all this different stuff. It has teachers there. You can apply to be a teacher's assistant. And there are so many things that you can do on the website. I've actually been looking through it. Unfortunately, I haven't taken the plunge and registered for any classes yet but it is something that I would recommend doing just because there are a lot of Harry Potter nerds and it's nice to have a virtual Hogwarts you can go to yeah and I imagine this might be how they handled a pandemic like situation was with having virtual classes even though magic really messes up technology yeah but anyway so that might be interesting to take a look at um mm -hmm. and then also sophie mentioned the owl post over in hogsmeade where you can send um where you can send letters and stuff forth to your friends straight from when they'll get a hogsmeade stamp on the on the postage and so forth and you can buy postage there and so forth but I mm -hmm. found um, a YouTube video by um, someone who outlined all the different steps for making your own Hogwarts acceptance letter to send to someone from the Hogsmeade outpost. And so the link will be in the show notes. And it was really neat because she, she um, talked about how to... Um, dye the paper so that it um, so that it became the color of parchment and how to um, get it you know a little wrinkly and and so forth and um, and so forth so there's a lot of different steps to it you can you can put your own wax seal on it you could um, just really go all out so i was mm -hmm. thinking that would be really neat as something you could do for um for a special friend like like you know sophie's aunt robin my sister is huge on harry potter and she is a slytherin so <laughs> so you know it'd be really neat to make her her own acceptance letter and mail it from hogsmeade you know it from the outpost it would be amazing so that would be just really cool to to get that and then mail it to her from from Hogsmeade. So mm -hmm. I think that would I think that would just blow her mind. <laughs> so. Yep. But anyway, so so those two things were things that I found for things you can do outside of going to Universal, you know, and um. Sophie, do you have a question for the listeners? Yes, I actually just thought of this as Daddy was talking, and I have a question for you guys. What is your wand? I really want to know. Basically, just put it in the um, group, the Facebook group that Daddy has for the On the Road with Mickey people. My wand is a hawthorn wood with a unicorn hair core. It is 12 and a quarter inches and has slightly springy flexibility. There you go. 
And um, one of the things I learned is that um, they used to assign wands based on your date of birth would be the type of wood you would get. Mm. So if you're not certain which type of wand, if you want, um, if you don't know if you want a Dumbledore wand or if you want um, something else, you know, then um, then you can pick a, a wand that's not associated with a character and it'll be based off of your date of birth or something like that. So <laughs> it's an it's an option. And um, and that was something that J.K. Rowling learned after she had assigned the wands for Harry and for Ron and Hermione, or at least for Harry. And she then learned about this Celtic um, process that did date, that did um, describe a wood that was based to be hmm. like your wood based off of your birth month. And it was just by luck that the wand and the wood of the wand was specifically what would have been matched for his birth month anyway. So that was a coincidence. So, so she did the same thing, I think with Ron and Hermione and she didn't tell anyone. She just kept it her little secret of how she came up with their wands. So kind of cool. But, um, but yeah, so that wraps up our feature topic of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I know that we haven't even hardly scratched the surface when it comes to to that really immersive mm-hmm. experience. And it's it's truly something that that we need to devote um, probably some extra time on later down the road. You know, we'll we'll make some trip plans and we'll go see it and we'll do some yeah. Facebook Live and we'll we'll record some video and we'll we'll get really involved in in Harry Potter but i wanted to i wanted to wet your whistle a little bit and and get you um, thinking about something other than just disney all the time so um, so i hope that you enjoyed this this feature topic and since we are on the road with mickey that means we travel everywhere but we also are primarily disney focused so we are not going to do our This Day in Disney History this week, and we're not going to do our Disney Who's Who character because it doesn't seem to fit. But, no. but I do have a Walt Disney quote, and I'm going to put my glasses on and read it to you. And um, obviously, he's not talking about Universal, but I think this still applies for this week's lesson or this week's um, podcast, Sophie. So. Mm-hmm. This is what Walt Disney says. It's on the topic of education. And he says, you'll be a poorer person all your life if you don't know some of the great stories and the great poems. But the actual world of nature and human nature is where you will live and work with your neighbors and your competitors. So keep your eyes open. I thought that was interesting because, um, to me, that says that you want to pay attention to what's going around, going on around you, but also um, to remember that there's stories everywhere that are waiting to be found. So, mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. 
Okay, so just going to close us out by saying that On the Road with Mickey is sponsored by Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis and Tech Solutions NC. If you have any computing or travel needs, reach out to them. Tech Solutions is found at techsolutionsnc.com or on Facebook. And you can reach Mike for travel needs at mike at pixievacations.com or on Facebook at Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And, Sophie, we will see you see on, you the, on road. the road. Bye. Bye.